0: You are listening to Motherlode Mystery League.
1: Holy Jesus! What the hell is that? We can't make machines. What is that? They're born meat, and they die meat. You him, meat, a good old What's up meat people? We're here for episode four.
0: We're tasty and we're juicy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um... Uh, evidence-based programs offered. Boys' council, girls' circle, cognitive behavioral therapy, aggression replacement training, motivational interviewing, interactive journaling, seeking safety, dialectic behavior therapy. That's pretty cool, actually.
0: So we were talking about the... What is this thing called? The... Motherhood mother Regional Juvenile Detention Facility. Yeah, that. Is that, what, is that the name? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so... It has 30 beds. Really? Yeah, 30, 30 wow, beds, okay. yeah.
1: I heard that it was us. That's cool.
0: I don't know if they can hold. Well, if they have 30 beds, it should be able to hold 30 people, right? You'd think. Anyway, so at the supervisor meeting for Tuolumne County on Tuesday. Yeah, that was yesterday. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting my... It's been a long two days. Yeah. Uh, they were discussing the the successes that the juvenile detention center or facility has had this year. Since January, and we were just discussing a lot of the stuff they were talking about was really cool. I actually thought it was neat. A lot of the students that are being able to graduate with a GED, getting high school diplomas and whatnot. Yeah, some are even getting college credits, which is like it's a joint program where they get college credit and high school credit at the same time.
1: Is it tied in with the college at all, or is all the education happening at the center there? Or is it both? I think the education is happening at the center. Yeah, but the college is
0: involved. They might release... I don't, they're not, I guess they would be students. What are yeah. they called? In, What's it called when you're a prisoner? You're a prisoner. You're an inmate. Are you an inmate as a kid? I don't know. Is there a technical term for a juvenile inmate? inmate lit. inmate lit. So, not sure if they let the inmate lit <laughs> go to the college or not. Uh, um, they did say that they drove him to take some tests, like the GED test. They actually drove them to take the GED test. Okay. So, they might. Yeah, yeah. But they are able to take any of the community, California community colleges, any Mm -hmm. of their online courses they can take through the jail. Oh, cool, Cool. I think that's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, Definitely helps out our, the troubled youth in our Did they say if
1: it was kids from around here or... Yeah,
0: so I'll get into that. So let me just go back and let you guys know that the average number of monthly bookings was five. This was for, I believe, last year. Yeah, that was last year's for 2017. What they reported for this year as of, it's April, as of April, (laughs) what they reported since January, they've had 66 bookings. So 51 of those were from Tuolumne County, six are from Calaveras, and then three from Amador and Mariposa, or three from Amador, three from Mariposa. So, and then they had some courtesy holds from other places.
1: What was the number on Tuolumne again?
0: The number of Tuolumne County is 51. Oh, okay. That's since January. So the numbers definitely went up. Yeah.
1: So it, mostly from here, yeah. Mostly wow. Okay, kids this from is here. a lot. When I when I initially heard, I heard that like okay. kids from Modesto and like LA were going to be up here. Yeah. And I heard that it wasn't going to have very many beds. Uh yeah. This actually sounds a lot cooler than what I heard. Yeah. yeah I, I
0: think it's. I mean, it's cooler that we're facilitating our troubled youth. Yeah. Not so cool that we have that many troubled youth. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, and I, I want to know that these, it's not 51 kids in there at one time. It's yeah. just this, this there were 51 kids booked over the course or yeah. Since January, there's been that many booked.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, it, I don't know. Just judging off their website, it seems like they have a lot of good programs in place. Yeah. Um, that are evidence-based and, uh, make a lot of sense to actually rehabilitate and not just, you know, uh, punish or you know whatever
0: uh yeah oh i mean so they were saying that they every every inmate inmate let like we're gonna call them, every inmate <laughs> let think, goes to school
1: i don't think we should call them that <laughs> every
0: inmate has to go to school regardless of if they already have a ded or whatever okay, yeah. so i'm assuming those are the ones i do in the college courses yeah. too. and they're trying to speed it up to where if they know the kids going to be in there for a certain amount of time they're going to try to catch them up as fast as they can with their, with the coursework that they're missing. So when they go back, when they're released and they go back to school, it's not like, well, you're still six months behind anyways. It doesn't matter. You're just going to fall back in the same rut, essentially. So I thought that was really cool. And the people that were there were, I don't want to say adamant, but they were very clear on stating that they know these kids from when they were like in middle school, going up through high school. So they've known them for a long time. These are people that have been in our community that are helping teach the kids and working at the facility so i think that's really i think that's a good thing i think that's that's something that the youth need yeah i mean well for the options that disciplining youth are or others other areas are doing it totally different and i don't agree with the way other areas are doing it i'm not i mean yeah it just it needs to be there i guess yeah I'm not for a detention center. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. I, I feel like if we're going to spend money on the youth, it should be for you to prevent them from getting there in the first place. Yeah. But it is a reactionary. It's a reaction to a problem that we've had. So yeah. it makes I, sense that we have it.
1: Whether or not we're doing enough, um, preemptively, I think, I mean, the reality is that people are going to end up in that situation. And at this point, at least we have something right now, you know, to deal with that. Um, You know, I think we should still move forward and make sure that education systems are in place. Um, And you know, kids have options, kids have things to do besides going out and getting in trouble. Um, Yeah. But yeah, from what I'm reading more and more, it does actually sound like something that's effective and will help kids get back on their feet and such.
0: Yeah. So they also discussed at the meeting, I know, um, kind of the, don't want to be the black cloud here, Uh but Tuolumne County is going to face millions of budget cuts. And this is one of the areas that, it's probably gonna see a lot of those cuts. Sweet. So there was while well, I was listening to the meeting, there was a lot of people getting kind of angry. Yeah. They even like the supervisor had to use his gavel to quiet people down. What do you
1: mean? What, what about? Um,
0: the self sustenance of it. It's mainly like it's not.
1: Of the center.
0: Yeah, but it's a it's a criminal center. Like it's the people don't pay to go there. Yeah. Well, I guess they pay fines. Yeah. But I mean, people, you don't have customers. You know. Yeah. Per se.
1: That's, hmm.
0: But that's, I think with something like this though, well, I don't know. I I think it's something like this. It kind of does. It's a two factor thing. It's not, they're making money by letting the kids, like teaching the kids to get money from the state for doing that. And that's how much money would it cost for these kids to be at like that actual high school? I'm sure the cost is like extremely larger for them to be in the jail than in the high school. Yeah. Yeah but you it's not like they're just sitting there doing absolutely nothing.
1: Uh, yeah. And I mean even if they were like cool if they if they can find a way to, you know, pay back a little bit, but even if they were it's just this is one of those services that like you invest in so that you have a better society, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's like if government's going to do anything it's like um you know, give uh, people a second chance that uh, did, weren't up, weren't raised the best way, didn't have the best opportunities yeah. growing up. And you that know, it's like, that
0: might not even be their fault. That's yeah, the thing that yeah. a lot of people don't. You see it all the time on the Facebook incident feeds when kids get in trouble. They all everyone always blames the kid, but right. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember when you guys were young kids. Like, how much control did you really have? Right. Like. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean. Yeah. Not to take away the uh, responsibility or whatever, but it's just it's a reality that some people don't. Um, they don't have the best role models, don't have the best opportunity, don't have the best example at, um, what to make of your life. And if you don't have that, it's a lot, you're held back a lot in the way that you can make the most of yourself. And so, you know, it's a reality that people will end up in a situation like that. And you can either live in a society where nothing's done and they damage themselves. They damage the people around them. The society has to deal with, you know, um, criminals in society or you can live in a society where you know the government funds uh things like this that actually help and make life better for everyone it makes society better it's it's a
0: civilized approach at discipline yeah not
1: everything is a business like some things are you invest in to have a better society for yourself
0: along those same lines i think every kid that had gone through the jail or through the detention center yeah, hall, juvenile hall. Yeah. I forgot what we were gonna call it.
1: The juvenile detention center. Yeah,
0: every kid that's gone through there, the lady was saying they they all had, I think, except for one, they all got their serve safe. Yeah. Or safe serve certification, whatever lets yeah. you like be in a kitchen. Yeah. So that that's something they can put on their resume or an application when they right. go get they, they can go get a job. Right. They, you know, might not be like a career based job, but the kids that are like sixteen can actually go do yeah. something and make some money.
1: That's helpful too. Like, uh yeah. I mean everyone's, if you've been in school or whatever, you know, but like, uh, the ability to do something and realize that you can do something that you have the tools within you to like do something new and achieve something. Um, that's, that's powerful. Like the, you know, um, just, uh, sometimes the difference between people that succeed and people that, uh, people that make make something of themselves is just a, their ability to keep trying, their ability to have confidence in their own ability to achieve their goals versus someone with maybe the same, like, intelligence level or same skill set but who doesn't have that confidence, you know? And yeah. the people with the confidence are going to go for it. And if you can give that to you someone. you got to foster it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah, can yeah. help foster it. Yeah, that doesn't always come naturally, especially given different you know, family scenarios or whatever.
0: Especially, I think, this coming generation, I think it's, like you're saying, family scenarios, if you have technology in the home and whatnot, yeah. I think you can kind of figure it out. But if yeah. you're like, even when I was, I, I grew up in a house that didn't have, we didn't have internet till I think I was 8th grade. Yeah. We didn't have TV either. I, we didn't have TV till I was like a sophomore in high Whoa. school. Yeah. So I was like, I wasn't like super far behind because yeah. it was still a transition from everyone had cell phones to like, or from no one having cell phones to everyone having cell phones, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah but i was like you're right in the middle of t- that transition but i couldn't imagine growing up without a cell phone now right. like even people right. make fun of like the parents that have <laughs> give their 2 year olds like cell phones yeah, to play yeah. with or apple or it's not apples but iPads and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. um like it's they're learning tools too like yeah. if if you learn how to like everyone uses them Yeah. you know even go to stores now like stores that's their cash register so right. it's a tablet right you know if you, if you start facilitating that learning really early I mean, I don't want to use the term digital native, but that's essentially what they're going to yeah, be. Like, yeah. So, and a lot of these kids, especially in a poor area like this, a lot of these kids that might not have that same, maybe they live with their grandparents or something, that's kind of behind on technology yeah. too, because they don't need to use it every day. I think that could be a factor in a lot of this as well. Yeah,
1: it comes with a cost. I mean, there's definitely drawbacks from technology being in the hands of kids yeah. from you know day one. Um, yeah. But it does provide uh a, a, that like a sense of hope or just a sense of um, what to strive for uh if you grow up in a, in and all you see a, as uh options is yeah. uh it, it, nothing that 's going to be beneficial for you long term you know yeah. you 're not going to know what what you can strive for and you 're really not going to know the steps it 's going to take to get there you know yeah but with the more information that 's falling into people 's hands like you get you start to get um Ideas and examples of okay, I could I could be this person. I could, I could yeah. um be a video producer. I could uh, travel and and you know create content, or I could you know be a medical whatever. You all these options it become available to you, and you easily have the information at your fingertips on what steps you'd have to take to get there. Yeah, uh,
0: I th- I think for the people that complain about it, I think they just I think they see it as an excuse, like as a reason not to parent a kid, maybe. I hear that a lot, like oh, just give, put them in front of the TV, yeah. the TV old teeth to babysit them. I, I think that's kind of a stupid idea because I mean you could say the same thing when like, you a kid a soccer ball, he yeah. go play in the street all day, like <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. it's it, with anything that you're gonna do with your kids, you got to parent them, you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta be there and monitor yeah. what they're doing, like anything. You don't just, Give Jimmy the password of the Wi-Fi and say, hey, play with this for a couple (laughs) hours.
1: Yeah, anything can be overdone and anything can be misused. But it's a tool like anything else. And if it's used correctly. It's like giving a kid a pocket knife. Yeah, You know. yeah.
0: I think that's cool that along those same lines of giving them opportunities, they mentioned the tiny houses. The tiny house project was actually there too. Wait, what? At the jail. They went to the detention center for the kids. Oh. And they were actually... I don't know how in-depth they just kind of glanced yeah. over this topic, but they said that was one of the companies that actually came and was teaching them. But yeah, I thought that was cool that they did that. That was... I mean, that kind of thing. Like, these kids aren't going to learn how to work with their hands. They're not going to learn that stuff just by sitting in a classroom. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's cool that they're being offered... Because regardless of if you think, like, they should be punished... Like obviously, there's something wrong to be in there, but yeah. do you take away educational opportunities because of that? I mean, the problem. Yeah, you, you have know, to like, look
1: at it pragmatically. Is like you're not going to put kids away for the rest of their lives. They're going to get yeah. out at some point. Yeah, and at that point, do you want the person who's sat in prison with all the resentment and and that comes with that? Yeah, entering back into society at the same place that they were except with all the anger and resentment that comes from being alone and away from society yeah. or do you want someone who's in a better place because you like to enter society like um just pragmatically looking at your own experience your own selfish experience not even taking in the empathy for another human being yeah. um who has to go through that it makes way more sense to to, to make to uh mold a better person uh, yeah. you know, and I mean, I know people who have been through the system and how appreciative they are that, yeah. you know, they didn't feel like they had the tools or whatever beforehand and it's, and it's made them a better person. So I, yeah, uh, I think there's a huge justification for that stuff.
0: I, I think that's something that I could get behind with supporting fully. Like even if, if I had money to, do, to donate, that's a place I, where I would donate money. Yeah. That's your, what a better area to foster troubled youth when you have full control over what they're doing. Like you could literally foster... That sounds really bad saying you have full control of everything they're doing, but you can literally, like, you can closely monitor everything they're doing. If something's not working, you can say, okay, we're going to try something else. You know, obviously you don't like this. We're not going to waste any more time on it. Yeah. Unlike school where, a typical school where, you know, you have a class of 30 kids in the wood shop. Yeah. How many kids do you think actually learn how to use woodworking tools? No,
1: it is, yeah, it's, it can be individualized. Who knows what the, what the teachers are or who the teachers are and what, uh, Yeah. Care they're putting in. I mean, you still have to have good people in place. But yeah, there's a there's a great opportunity there for
0: the other thing that they discussed was that it's not like a traditional prison. Well obviously. But it's not like they don't have the same visitation things where it can only be family members. Yeah. Anybody can visit them. They just have they're vetted and they they like have to go through the process to be approved. Yeah. But so a lot of these kids they don't get along with their family. That's Mm. one of the reasons why they might be in, in the place to begin with. But they can write down, like, a list of people that they would want to talk yeah, to. Yeah. And they, they they actually invite those people in. Okay. And, like, hey, come, you know. Yeah. I think that's cool. I think, I mean, they're kids. They're not, it doesn't matter if they're 18. Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Kids are kids. Yeah. Go to a high school. If, especially a lot of the older people that complain about kids a lot. Go to a high school and, like, look <laughs> at the dynamics there. Right. It's a different world than d- 10 years ago. It's a different yeah, world. Yeah. Like, you know, it, stuff changes all the time. Sure. And they normally, changes. the changes start with the kids. That's, they're the most adaptive, and they're the most on top of changes. Yeah. And high school is a nightmare of a place anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Another thing they discussed in the meeting was the general plan for the, particularly the zoning of areas in Tuolumne County. Um. I know a lot of people understand the definition of rural as you know, this is rural living. We live in a rural area. Yeah. According to what they were saying, the general plan, I don't know if they took the definition out of the general plan, but the people that were presenting the general plan defined rural as one one dwelling within a two-acre radius. Okay. Which On average. That, that, that was like what it was. It has yeah. to be two acres or, yeah. or more. Okay. Um, so most of Tuolumne County isn't really that rural. If huh. you think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Especially like our population to, or since it's designated population areas. Yeah. Um huh. I thought that was into that kind of stood out to me. Yeah, yeah. But so what they're doing is they were they were talking about rezoning stuff so they could allow for more I know it's gonna sound weird, but more housing developments. Mm. I know a lot of people are against that, yeah. but I mean it is what it is with our county. We don't have housing, so right. that's what people are gonna start doing, especially with house prices going up. Yeah. Um, so they were talking about the rezoning of some of the areas that would be rural to make it more of a residential kind right. of zoning. And there was a lot of backlash from people in the audience yeah. that were listening. And they kind of just toned it down to say like a lot of the areas that people live on, they don't know what the zoning is for their home. And they're trying to make it to where everybody can know what the zoning is. Okay. I don't know how, I didn't really see anything else, any other news reporters or anybody talking about it, but yeah. that's something that. They talked about that for a good half hour. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not popping up anywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. It I don't I I don't have enough information on that to really talk, but you know, it's it's um this county's going to run into an issue where it, uh, people um people with a lot of money own, you know, they're buying up more and more uh and just, you know, Airbnb houses and stuff and you know, just buying up vacation houses. Um and it's it's driving the price up in a way that is going to become difficult to afford with anywhere around, like, the medium income level. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. So I I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that because, um, like, uh, it it could be cool for some people, but I don't know anybody who's making, like, just the average income, how well they can afford to build, you know. And so it seems like that could fall more... Could present the the advantage more to outsiders coming in with money, yeah. or developers buying up pieces. Yeah, you know? that, that's
0: what they were discussing. They were talking about an outside or outside groups of investors yeah. building homes and then selling them in right. those areas, which is typical for, right, especially areas like this that yeah. don't have a lot of the money. The problem is it doesn't. By the time you build a house, it might cost a little bit more to build a bigger house, but yeah. the, the return on investment you get from having a you know three bedroom. Two bath house that's really nice and fancy. Right. I mean, the, the people that would be buying that house don't live here. It's people right, exactly. from the valley exactly. that want to buy it, or people yeah. from the Bay Area moving up, or yeah. either anywhere. People that have money moving up. Right. I don't think that money is going to come from people in the county. Right. Now, that might be a good thing for the county because money's coming in. But yeah. for the people that live here and try to make a living here, it's yeah. it's not good. It's not. I mean, it, but it is what it is. If yeah. Colomy County wants to grow, that's going to be yeah. one of the ways that, gr- that it grows. Yeah. It could add to some tourism maybe. Um, maybe. I mean, who knows what the... It's kind of depressing because a lot of people that could do buy homes up here, they, they're they only up here for like one month out of the year. Right. And like, so when people say, like, oh, yeah, it's added tourism, it's not really like...
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it, it'd be interesting to do a study and actually track how much the vacation homes bring in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It'd be cool if they build a lot of smaller homes, though. We're not smaller, but homes that something like I could afford. You know, it'd yeah. be really cool to see yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. It costs too much to build a home for them that want to sell homes like that. Yeah, that's true. But we'll see what happens. I mean, if it even goes through, then people might decide to go somewhere else. And, you know, Auburn's an area that experienced the same kind of growth. And look at how Auburn housing prices right now. Yeah. Good luck finding anything under 200K. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, but I guess that's just the economy of.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. Uh, It's people have to get creative or.
0: uh, It's going to be like the Bay Area where you have like, you're going to have some closet space and.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm just going to buy a van and live in a van. Yeah. Just move from parking spot to parking spot.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to see more like remote, like software developers and more remote work kind of yeah. um, fostered up here. There's a a shared workspace at Workplace Sonora in downtown by the fairgrounds.
0: The I haven't heard of that. Yeah, not the Maker Lab,
1: right? No, it's across the street from the fairgrounds by the gas station. Okay. Oh, and it's uh, it's like a co-working God, space. I always
0: wanted to make one of those. Yeah. Like, invest. Yeah. Damn it, I know there's already one up I'm, here. I
1: mean, it's not that big. I'm sure you, you can do another yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't mean, got money. I don't got nothing. No, yeah. Um, I mean, you, you know, we could have thousands of people up here. Didn't, but see, that...
0: though even those kinds of things are going to start disappearing, too. If we bring... If the way, like, this, people put make those remote areas because there's a cheap labor force. That's why they do it. Well, and, and there's talent, too, but
1: yeah.
0: you're going to find better talent somewhere like San Francisco.
1: Well, in my mind, um, there's a, re- remote work, at least, like, in the tech industry, is um, is completely possible now. Um yeah you you know internet speeds are good enough uh telecommunication uh per- services are good enough that that's that's a reality um companies are hiring software developers that work side by side with um their on site developers uh, yeah. over uh, over the internet um and so i think that that um is a, is a complete possibility instead of living in San francisco yeah. and working in the building you you live up here and uh and telecommute and um I think we should be fostering that because that that is a reality. Oh, at this okay,
0: point. I th- I thought you were talking more along the lines of like making an office up here, like a satellite office. Oh, That's no. what I thought yeah, yeah, you were yeah. talking no, no, about. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remote work, yeah, totally. I'm yeah. on that same page. Yeah.
1: So I mean, uh I think Calaveras is trying to do it a little bit, um, based on what I've heard from some people. Um but yeah, just like make a, a concentrated effort on getting um getting people to remote work up here, especially for um uh, you know bigger tech companies or whatever and yeah.
0: um and uh yeah, i still think that might be an issue with a lot of the development that will be going on because the prices are going to go up you know so if you can remote work up here you can remote work essentially anywhere it
1: so yeah it, it's not it wouldn't
0: so you still have to keep a competitive edge with pricing up here and everything
1: it would not, it wouldn't make the houses be any cheaper no. but it would create um it would it would just stimulate the economy the economy would get better yeah um yeah. there'd be more money flowing around um because I mean right now the you know the economy like we we are based on tourism a lot yeah. and you know it'd be cool to have um
0: something else just I have more tourism.
1: money coming into the you know uh, based on people making more money within the yeah. community um so yeah, I don't know
0: i think I, yeah that's the thing with having a tourist based economy we really rely on people spending money here yeah and in order to get people some money here, you have to have really strong local businesses. Yeah. And I feel like this county. I mean, I d- I think they're doing the best they can, but I think there's a big disconnect between. I don't want to say like the chamber of commerce because I don't know enough about what they're doing or right. what they've done in the past to really right. discuss it. But I feel like a lot of the businesses up here open, and within six months they're gone. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if that's because they're doing bad practices. I don't mm. know if it's because there's just not a market for it. I yeah. don't know. You'd have to study each one individually to figure out what's wrong with it. But I yeah. feel like there's not enough of a business development yeah. attitude up here. Yeah. I know there's there's one, I think it's the Sierra Valley Business Development Center. Mm. And that covers like all the counties up here. Like it's, they're doing, they do stuff all over the place like Mariposa, Calaveras, Amador. I think Amador. I might be wrong on that. But San Joaquin, they're all, they're doing stuff everywhere. Yeah. But it almost seems like Tuomi would need to make one just for us yeah. that we could, you know, like really facilitate small businesses coming in. And ones that pertain to tourism that, hey, you want to open a coffee shop that's based on, you know, local stuff like or a coffee shop sounds stupid. I mean, anything to the Twain Heart Golf Course, which is, you know, family are in mm-hmm. something like that so to facilitate stuff like that, that yeah. people are going to not just go to the golf course, they're going to go to the golf course, they might go to the the whatever it is the what's the name of the the mug the ice cream or yeah they might go to the mug they go to the ice cream spot you know like yeah. and then on their way back to their cabin or back to their house they might stop at Twin Heart Pharmacy or yeah they might stop yeah. you know who knows where they're gonna stop you know not the pizza place anymore because they closed down <laughs> but I mean you it's a you just don't you don't just want people to go to one spot you gotta make out all the businesses and of competing against each other they gotta work together yeah. and I know. The bar scene in Sonora has gotten on top of that. They're doing all their pub crawls and everything, which yeah. is that's how you have to survive now. Yeah, like it yeah. doesn't make sense to compete. Yeah, you, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, I I just feel like Tuolumne County needs to do something more. with
1: yeah. like that. Yeah, well, yeah, with the like the remote work thing. Um,
0: well, I mean, but you can't you know. So you can get remote workers up here. That's like I think that's fine. But yeah. if that remote worker doesn't. Go be part of the community, which I mean. I'm well, I sure so would. that I
1: think that's what the benefit you'd have people who are part of a community, but they're yeah. making more money than to um, provide into the community. Right, exactly. To to bring, to bring into the community, I mean, that's gonna you know that the the barbers are gonna feel that the the restaurants are gonna feel that that's gonna hit. Yeah, that's gonna hit everybody. Um, and then I mean, I think you're gonna have just. Um, I think, I think we're really good at, at at certain industries. Uh, we have people and we have expertise in like like tree work or, uh, I I don't know, just, you know, there's, there's certain things that like we have a lot of people who are really good at, but like switching that up, I don't think would be a bad thing either. If you have people, um, that are good at, um, certain other industries, um, having them up here, you know, you know, maybe a few heads get together and they start a software business or, uh. Yeah, consulting business or whatever, yeah. And now you have job opportunities um, as well. You yeah. know, uh, I think just just switching things up and bringing a little bit more to mix things up. You know, I think would take us in a good direction.
0: I, it, I mean, we almost have to have that. Yeah. If we don't grow, we're gonna die. Yeah. I
1: mean, it does seem like the reliance on tourism is going to be a problem with with the just the inflation of everything yeah. and uh it, it does seem like small business is really hard to get to survive
0: yeah well i think the i know the county has been doing a way better job at it now than they've done in the past yeah. but getting tourists to come up yeah i know trying to market to retirement generation is relatively easy compared to marketing to like the generations following that. right right that might not have the money to go on trips or yeah they're going to do a trip they're going to do one giant trip in the right. summer and not you know take a weekend cruise up the foothills yeah but i think that's what we got to start looking at or even to the even younger generations yeah. you know college students have spring break up here yeah. why why you go to the beach you know yeah come up to pine well Pinecrest is probably still cold <laughs> but you know come up come up here and enjoy spring break up yeah. here but I mean how do you how do you market to that when other areas have way more to offer? Yeah. You know, and they have the backing to actually do that.
1: I I think it's a balance too because people do want their quality of life respected. Yeah. Um and tourism brings in its share of uh yep, share of issues. You see it everywhere that, that does a real tourism push, you yeah. know. Um Iceland is, is a, yeah. kind of a weird example, but uh, yeah, they, they made a big push with their, that uh, wow airlines, you know, and super cheap flights to, ice, uh, yeah. to Iceland. Um, and they wanted to kind of boost their tourism and then act as a hub to other parts of Europe. Um, yeah. and people would stop over in in Iceland. Um, and then Icelandic people are like, Whoa, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that aren't Icelandic here. And with, with a population so small, yeah. they, their culture really felt it, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, I think there's a,
0: I there's think,
1: a, sorry, there's just there's a place where that happens here too. I mean, you yeah. see it with the with the sleds lining the roads. You see it in Pinecrest, not yeah. being able to driving around for two hours, not being able to find a place to park. Yeah. Um. There, yeah. There's there's a balance to be felt there, and I think I think tourism can be stimulated and should be, um, but I think we need other avenues as well.
0: Yeah, I, I think with the as it pertains to tourism, I think. Some that we just gotta prepare for. Yeah. Some that we we can see that what it happened. Like we see what happens in Iceland. We see what happens on little Sweden when people yeah. leave their sleds. Um, we also go like you look at you know Beatty Nevada where they have that ghost town. They have all the installation art pieces that mm. yeah it looks trashy and it was trashy yeah. at the time. But yeah. that the trashiness as long as it's within that certain area where they have like the statues and whatnot they don't care. It's yeah. like hey you want to graffiti stuff graffiti it here yeah. you yeah, know yeah. don't graffiti other place and they have a good enough community or a community that cares enough to, like, facilitate that. To where We're expect, expect, we're accepting of what you're doing, but we ask you to do it here instead, yeah. you know? And that's, yeah. I don't think Tuomi County is at that stage yet because I don't, I think we're more reactionary of, Oh, no. wow, they left their sleds on the side of the yeah, road, what yeah. a bunch of turds. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't want them coming up here anymore. Yeah. But they're still going to come up, but when we start voicing our opinion like that, they're not going to support the businesses up here because they don't right. feel welcome. Right, right but they're still going to sled on the hill because it's the fastest place they can go. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, we do need more than just tourism. It's just, I, yeah, it's going to be hard. I don't know what's going to happen in Tuolumne County for the next 10 years.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I, yeah, it it could be a little scary, but it also, I mean, th- I think there's a lot of opportunity yeah. to be seized there as well. If you, uh, you know, the pricing is always going to be significantly lower than the Bay Area. And yeah. so if you play your cards, right, uh, Yeah, I think there is. There's always going to be an opportunity here. Yeah. uh, For those that make some smart moves and stuff, you know.
0: I don't make smart moves. (laughs) (laughs) The college is
1: there. The college is there. Um, you can get that certificate, that like um, entrepreneurship certificate. For it's not a full degree. It doesn't take that much. Six months or something, maybe a year. Yeah.
0: The yeah. Yeah, you can do all that.
1: And like, uh, that will put you in such a much better place to move forward in, and yeah. in creating a life for yourself. Like, we have so much value in just having that here. Yeah. Um, and the cost of it.
0: It'd be um, cool to see that grow too. Yeah. You know, like make it. I, I know they were, when UC Merced was opening, they were talking about, or developing UC Merced. Yeah. They were doing all that. They were talking about possibly making a push for Tuolumne County. That yeah. would have been amazing. Yeah. You know, that would have been. Right. I mean, yeah, you're getting college students, but San Luis Obispo has college students. Yeah. And look how good they're still doing. It's not. It's a good you know. thing. I think it's good. It just yeah. you go
1: to college towns and hang out with, and it's like there's smart people around that. Yeah. Uh, are just excited about learning and excited about making yeah. a difference in the world. Like it, it, it's, it, and then the industries
0: start flowing in yeah. too because they want to capitalize, especially mm-hmm. if you have a UC. Yeah, you know, but yeah, it's
1: it's just frustrating. It's because like you know when I was in college or even I you know I know people who are at Columbia now and like one of their biggest things and the, the, the kind of the looming concern is always that like their their numbers aren't high enough. Not a pe- not enough people are utilizing the what they offer. So that yeah. they can get the funding that they need, and it's yeah. like, I mean, that should be the last problem that <laughs> a place like that that's offering what they're offering at the cost that they're offering. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy. They're all, they're trying to like, oh, just show up, just show up, so we can count you, so we can get better yeah. funding. You know, and it's like that. That's crazy for a place like this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but
0: um, I I have some frustration with Columbia College. but I know this isn't going to be the place where I discuss those. Yeah, because I I have four degrees from Columbia college. Yeah. I've I've quite a bit. I've gone there way too long. <laughs> you know, I obviously I've moved on beyond yeah. Columbia college, yeah. but th- there were issues when I was going there that were frustrating to me, M- yeah. mainly the scheduling of classes. Yeah. And then I feel like the biz, the corporate industries that we were not corporate industries, but the corporation, how do I want to phrase the corporate attitude? No. Okay. Let me backtrack the shift in, in corporate attitude now for oh. hourly employees, like they don't want, they want you to have full availability, mm. but they only want to give you 20 hours a week maximum. Right. And if you tell them that, Oh, I have college courses all of a sudden you're like at the bottom of the applicant pool, right, you right. know? And that's, and with this County, we have a lot of people that were once retired that are entering the, the Ooh. workforce again. Yeah. They do have full availability, yeah. you know? And that's, that's the frustration I had. So yeah. that's what took me so long at Columbia college. That's why mm. I have so many degrees. Cause I would, had to maintain full-time status, but then I also had to work, so I couldn't take the classes I needed to take right. when they offered them. I had to wait a semester for them to offer it at a different time. And it's not the college's fault, I don't think. Yeah. I think that's honestly the fault of the corporate attitude of get whatever work yeah. will give us their full-fledged loyalty.
1: And, yeah, yeah. But if, I, if they had more students, I bet, you know, well, I don't know yeah. what their issues is, but uh, I I know that, like, uh, I've looked at like after hours cause I'm, you know, I've been working full time forever and, yeah. uh, when I was younger, yeah, I was looking at like classes in the evenings or whatever and like, yeah. and, like there was some on the syllabus, but then they get canceled cause there yeah. wasn't enough interest or whatever. Like I yeah. think they, I think they try as much as they can, but like, it's hard for them. Yeah.
0: I, they don't have the funding cause they don't have the students. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a lose loose for them to be honest. Yeah. And I know when you're trying to line up, like you're trying to do a program, like say you're trying to just get an associate's here, and you have to have prerequisites before mm-hmm. you can get this next one, yeah, you know, and all of a sudden you have all your prerequisites done, but now all they're offering is prerequisites yeah. because they just don't have enough students yeah. for the other classes because they transfer, they take a morning class or something else. Like if you're working, if you're going after hours to do night classes or whatever and they're not offering this stuff for you, yeah, you're going to... To go somewhere else to do it. or just not going to do it at all. And yeah. I think that's a lose-lose too. You know, yeah. it's, I don't know. That's going to be one of those, I think especially the way, like have you heard the stuff from Amazon, the Amazon warehouses and the, like the break times and whatnot, yeah. they're peeing a Gatorade bottles. <laughs> yeah. Like I think that's something that's going to continue happening. I don't, no. I don't think it's going to get better. Yeah. You know, so I think, I think students that are going to go to college are going to either have to be full-time college students and not hold a job. Or they're just not going to go to college. I think it's going to be... At least that's, that's how... That was the problem I had going yeah. to college. Yeah. Even when I was transferred to CSU Stanislaus, it was... I commuted down there, but I still had... Th- I was working three jobs up here, and I was juggling all of it. Yeah. Incidentally, I got straight A's that whole time. <laughs> the second I quit one job, I started getting B's. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that happened. yeah. Yeah. But...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm still tired from doing that. That was like three years ago. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah uh yeah i don't know it's like it's the workplace is changing and uh it's uh it there's some concerning things about it you know i
0: think once you start having value like it, when companies see you as valuable you can do like their remote working you could tell them like hey i'm gonna have these office hours you know if you want me to work for you and you want my knowledge this is what' this is when i'm gonna do it yeah you know but when you're just you know college students fresh out of high school you don't have that leverage. Right. And companies don't care. Yeah. and that's another thing that well some do, I'm not gonna say all of them don't care, but and I mean go try to get a job at Walmart and say you want to take college that's classes. That's what I mean
1: that's what it is. There's a lot of uh these these huge companies sweeping yeah. in and, and uh it, it <laughs> their their bottom line doesn't benefit from in yeah. the immediate from uh, uh you know stimulating stuff like that. Yeah. And uh they yeah they kind of take over they they kill the the smaller business and uh, they hurt the individual's ability to uh, to better themselves. No oh, I don't yeah I don't know. Uh, I think
0: that's where we facilitate small businesses that have a mutual understanding of hey we're going to have a full time worker they're also going to be a student we're going to try to adapt our hours to right. where they can work together. Right. Yeah. You know and I know the college has kept the same class times consistently yeah. like all the class times are always the same it's not. I mean, there might be different classes within that time, but the schedule is like pretty consistent. You know, 8 o'clock till 9.20. Yeah. Or whatever it is. That's your class time. Then like it's, they, their schedule is blocked out and it's been consistent. It doesn't yeah. vary that much. Right. For the side things, it does a little bit like the entrepreneurship is like it starts at 5.30 and sits at 6, which I mean, I could throw some people off if you work until 5.30. Right. You know, but I don't know. I don't know how you, those are problems that, aren't easily fixed there's a lot of you have to move a lot of stuff around you got to really work with other people to make the puzzle fit together and yeah a lot of people aren't able not that they're not willing they're just not able to facilitate that because right. it doesn't it doesn't help their bottom line at all it's yeah. something that they're gonna have to give up in order to make that work And yeah. they don't want to give up their money yeah. Which in today's market you kinda can't. So in
1: general you just you just you have to try harder. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's yeah. harder now. And uh it, it's not
0: technology makes it easy but it makes it yeah. that's what I was discussing with someone the other day. Like the internet really for someone's job seeking it brought about a bunch of problems, you yeah. know. Like instead of you being the only applicant going to the market to apply in person, yeah five hundred people can apply online. Now you're one out of that five hundred people. Yep. And the computer can rank them on its own, tell you who's going <laughs> to yeah. fit the best. Yeah. You know, they might yeah. not even look at your application yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same as it used to be.
1: Yeah.
0: And we're young. We're not even old. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Like, yeah. You know, it's so. not like we're 50-year-olds sitting here talking about this. So. It's only
1: going to get more fun. But, no. I don't know. I, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's there's problems. But, like, there's so many people that just... Um, I think just need to know that there's more, uh, there's, there's opportunity out there still. It's not nothing's hopeless. Someone posted on Facebook the other day, like they're just tired of the lack of opportunity in this County and the job situation and stuff. And like, you know, that the college is there. You you can do so much, uh, for it's affordably, you know, it just, uh, we, there's a lot of opportunity here, even with all the problems we have. Um, if you just take it and, uh, do a little to, to, to take it. So, yeah.
0: I, I definitely feel that frustration still yeah. though. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Even like I have a pretty high degree and it's yeah. even me looking for jobs. Like yeah. there's, yeah, there's opportunities, but they're not, I'm not being picky at all either. That's right. the thing. Like, I'm like looking at anything business related, like even on managing the sewer plant, like, yeah. or managing the sales department of the sewer plant. Like I don't really care. Yeah. Even looking at those, it's, it's it's just hard. I don't know what makes it so hard for me to get those jobs. I'm more than qualified. Well, maybe I'm more than qualified. Maybe that's the issue. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like I'm yeah. qualified enough to do it. I have excellent references. Like, I'm not... There's nothing wrong with me. Like, I have yeah. no issues, you know? Yeah. And even for me, like, trying to find jobs, it gets it gets frustrating. Yeah. But yeah. Gotta keep pushing towards it. Uh,
1: you're, I mean, you have a very specific specialty that yeah is m- not most necessarily the most applicable in this business discounted. environment. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean, it it is what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. it's jobs. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of. I think a lot of the demographic shift for the new college generations. I think they're seeing the corporate problems. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want to be part of companies that do that kind of thing right you know i right, think right. that's there was some some guy posted on it might have been on that same facebook post that you were talking about where you're going to give your whole life to a company that the second you die their your job opening is going to be posted in the newspaper before your obituary <laughs> it's like i don't think people want to live like that anymore. Yeah. at least i don't want to live yeah, like yeah. that yeah you know like i will now because i need money right but like when i'm playing it when i was if I saw that kind of thing when I was planning my future, yeah, you know, that, that would affect me a lot. You know, I'd really ponder that. Right. But, I mean, you still got to do what you got to do.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like a really sad topic. Yeah. It's hopeful a little bit, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. The main takeaway is uh, hit the college up.
0: Hit the college up, use all their opportunities. I don't know how we got if, into being a college. If you're in high commercial. school, if
1: you're in high school, do that thing where you do a college and high school at the same time. The middle college, yeah.
0: That that's a good opportunity. Yeah. Um, because
1: you can still take advantage of.
0: And then you don't feel like you're wasting a lot of time either.
1: Yeah, I mean, because it does. I mean, if you if you're 18, you have to support yourself. Like that's difficult. If you can use those years, uh, and you know make it shorter. Yeah. You Do that.
0: Other thing you guys could do if you guys are young and listening in on this, um, try to talk to the companies before you start a program too. See what, see kind of what they're looking for. Yeah, and see if they could help you facilitate it. Because a lot of them, if they're a brand new student or you're, you know, new to the workforce and you're looking at p- possible careers, they might offer you a job as like an apprenticeship kind of deal while you're going to school. That's yeah. happened a lot with the... Natural Resources Program. There's a lot of stuff like that going on in that. I mean, yeah, there's opportunities. Yeah, just gotta grab them by the horns and (laughs) hope they don't core you to death.
1: Yeah. Did you want to anything else from the supervisor meeting?
0: Yeah, they discussed weed a little bit. I'm not gonna go super far into it um, because we might discuss this further in a different episode. They discussed, they brought up the topic of weed, how they're going to charge building permits and whatnot. I don't know exactly what they decided on. I know they stopped their discussion when they started talking about the forest and having the 1,000 foot offset and they couldn't figure out why they made that offset. Yeah. Because I don't think the forest requires it and they didn't, they just didn't have any facts on it. So they just tabled it. Hmm. Um, some things came up though. A guy started asking about hemp versus weed. Yeah. And how come he can't grow hemp? He wants to grow hemp. Is the same stuff going to apply for me growing hemp?
1: Is it not literally the same thing?
0: I thought it was. Yeah,
1: it's, they're literally the same species. I don't know if there's different varieties that are less psychoactive.
0: But is hemp more of an agricultural product?
1: Hemp is literally cannabis sativa. That's that's the species of plant. It's, it's, yeah. it's a weed plant.
0: <laughs> but, okay, so... I don't I'm not big on weed. I'm not, no. not okay, said that totally wrong. I don't care about weed. I don't smoke it. Yeah. As per my job restrictions. Yeah. Um, I don't have the money to afford it as per my bank account. So, <laughs> you know, I I totally think we should commercialize weed. I think that's a great source of tax income, yeah. tax revenue, I don't know, different whatever. I think it's something that we should Figure out. I think if we don't do, it, we're going to keep having problems. And yeah. going on an official record, apparently saying that. Yeah. Um. So I'm not against weed. I'm just yeah. not. I'm not a big. Pothead. You don't have
1: a vested interest in it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Well,
0: unless I wanted to invest in, you know, right. my own grow. Yeah. But.
1: I uh, yeah, I think we're both in that position. Yeah. Um, I'm
0: not that. against it. If you want to smoke weed, I by all means do it. I just want to know. see
1: what's best for me, but this is society in general. Yeah. Um, and you know. uh, yeah, what makes our livelihoods you know, best and quality of life better Yeah, uh, for everyone. I think that's where, that's my position on it, where that's, I'm coming yeah. from. And that's so, my yeah. position as well. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, although cannabis as a drug and industrial hemp both derive from the species cannabis sativa and contain the psychoactive component tetrahydrocannabinol, they are distinct strains with unique psychochemical, phytochemical compositions and uses. Okay, so different strains of the same species.
0: Okay. Is is there um
1: hemp has lower concentrations of THC and higher concentrations of cannabinoid. Can, cannabid can Cannab. That's a weird freaking word. Cannabidi can fuck. <laughs> Cannab Hang on. Can,
0: cannabidity? Can, I'm not even looking no, at No, no, no.
1: <laughs> Cannabidiol which decreases or eliminates its psychoactive effects. Okay. All right.
0: So, is there a distinction between growing hemp as an agricultural product for like textiles and for that kind of thing versus growing weed for the the weed?
1: Um, I, I think it's. Uh, or do they treat it the same? I don't know. I don't know what the laws are. So, in some, some places, it is. Some places, if it okay. they, you know, it has to be under a certain THC content. So and, that's exactly
0: uh, what this guy was asking. Yeah. Which I haven't thought about hemp since I was in college, especially yeah. when we were discussing how other cultures use it. Um, Did
1: what was what? Did anybody answer?
0: They did not know. Oh. That, yeah, so. Are
1: they, isn't it their job to know? Well, no, I think <laughs>
0: they're one of the same lines of like, oh, shoot, you know, mm. like, and they, they were talking about what the agricultural right. issues were, because you don't grow it as a, uh, it's not a consumable, you know, well, I guess parts of it could be, but you're growing it as something that you're going to sell. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Using production somewhere. Yeah. And they weren't sure. They, I think. I think one of them said it was going to be the same as, like, you're going to have the same permits. How you use the pro- the plant after you grow it is going to be up to you. Um, but they said they were going to figure that out again, too, and they were going to look yeah. more into it. Yeah. Which uh, I'm glad that they're not just shooting down ideas. Yes. Yeah. The next guy that came up, this is the guy that I thought was the coolest, the most well-informed person in the room, Um, came up and he was adamant about letting the supervisors know that there were Chinese gangs going around California. Ooh. Yeah, the scary Chinese games, <laughs> um, especially. in the... he said Calaveras. I don't know. I really just want to think he just misspoke. He said Calaveras, and um, that there, there's cases where foreign exchange students from China are coming over. They're using, or their host family is setting up an agreement with the family from the other country to purchase a house, right. and the foreign exchange student. In, in that foreign exchange student's name, that is a mouthful.
1: Of this words. is a thing. No, no, no. This is a thing. Does uh, this I just saw Does it, it, and we should have put it in the. We should have put it in the. Because I thought this guy was nuts. No, this is totally a thing. They just did. They just did a raid in like I think it was in Valley Springs. Oh shit! Um,
0: well, I apologize to the guy that I thought was crazy.
1: No, uh, they busted a bunch of. Yeah, it was the article was a couple days ago. They busted oh, a bunch of grows inside houses that were owned by Chinese owners, um, and they were just growing weed inside. Can you buy
0: a house if you're not a citizen?
1: I don't know. I don't know if they're they're doing it the through th- like 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 you're saying.
0: But the thing is, like, how would a foreign exchange student? How would you be able to buy a house as a foreign exchange student? Like is that a thing? What what bank would loan you the money to buy a
1: house? I I have no idea what the details are, um, but that definitely happened. That's Uh, crazy. They they raided. Hang on, uh, two grow operations, and arrested someone. Um, They're the organization that they believe is responsible. They suspect that they set up over a hundred of these they're purchased over a hundred of these houses um in kind of our whole gold country area.
0: That's what's causing the house market to go up. <laughs> I freaking all... knew it <laughs> Yeah. Damn I thought this guy was just nuts. Because no, he came yeah. out like completely mm-hmm. adamant banging his fists on mm-hmm. the podium. Like I was like wow this guy is into with Chinese yeah, yeah. gangs. Yeah. I didn't know it was a real thing. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, well forget uh, what I said.
1: On April uh, the beginning of April, they busted more than 70 of these houses in Sacramento.
0: And it's all based oh. on Chinese.
1: It's all, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Super crazy.
0: Well, I stand educated. <laughs> I didn't. I just it was tripping to me because, like, foreign exchange students, like, do they even get, like, an actual, like,
1: visa? Yeah. I don't know if that's what it is at all. Um, but th- the fact is that somehow. That's okay. that's happening, yeah.
0: Well, the foreign exchange student thing threw me off. That's yeah. what I thought yeah, was yeah. interesting. But... Yeah, that is pretty weird. <laughs> but damn, yeah, that's the... okay, cool. Yeah, that's all I'm going to talk about with weed for this episode. I think, unless we bring it up another point, which we probably will, because we,
1: um, just to get it out there, there's that article or that study that came out, um, that said that weed, when it's legalized, um, has a significant effect on um opioid use and overdose um having legal medical access to weed is very effective at um
0: it diminishes it it diminishes it
1: right yeah it's it's very helpful in that and so we can talk more about that later uh as i kind of want to talk about it when we hear what the supervisors like their positions on it um the the potential supervisors um and maybe tie it in with this, but for yeah. now, just there, I'll, we'll put some studies in the show notes um, regarding the fact that that um, there's a strong correlation there. And when you hear people saying that marijuana should be banned or it should be made more difficult to access, like yeah, obviously we don't want kids, uh, just with the easy access to yeah. marijuana. Obviously, we don't. Uh, you know, there are drawbacks, but. Um, there are um uh, there are benefits too, and uh you'd hope that a a government official a but potential government official a potential candidate would uh would be able to see that and and at least w- consider it and yeah and consider the evidence more than just uh think, bad. yeah of it. yeah exactly um
0: yeah, I know like we were talking about with the the prison or not the prison, the juvenile center. It, we got to start thinking about civilized, civilized societal changes, and not yeah. just reactionary. This is how we've always done it. It's a crime. Yeah. Stop doing it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um. They also brought up weed maps, which is the illegal, oh, yeah. illegal. But the quotes around that because <laughs> I'm not sure if it actually is illegal.
1: It's legal. The problem is that they were. Um...
0: Illegal people were using it, right?
1: Right. You could either—I don't know if they were advertising. If they were allow—I think they were allowing them to advertise on their platform. They were allowing okay. illegal. Excuse me. They were allowing um, unlicensed dispensaries oh, okay. or, or uh, shops to advertise on their platform.
0: If someone prostitutes advertise on Craigslist, is that illegal? Yes. Okay, but Craigslist never gets flack for doing it.
1: Um. Well, the, two things. Um, if a someone's you know advertising prostitution on Craigslist, they are typically not paying Craigslist. Craigslist okay. isn't taking money from an illegitimate business. I um, okay. You, the the ads are typically um.
0: So these are being paid advertisements through Weed Maps. Correct. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Counterpoint, somewhat unrelated but interesting. Um, this like Fosta. Uh, let me get. uh, hang on which stands for uh, hang on. uh Fosta which stands for uh Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act and Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act that just passed and was signed by uh the president on April 11th um it allows it's it's it was pitched as this um as a tool to allow the the government to um protect, uh, to, to stop, uh, trafficking, human trafficking and sex yeah. trafficking and whatnot. It does it in a really concerning way where, um, content providers or yeah, know, just website yeah. providers are responsible for all the content on there.
0: A lot of cam girls got yeah screwed I mean, with that through it's, Google Drive and It's whatnot. really,
1: it's weird because any, any provider that's, that's providing a service, like Google where they're storing your private information where you would expect to have privacy there um, and not have them, yeah, not have them be able to reach into your, your information. Now legally they're responsible for that information. And so either they have to um, break that wall of privacy or disable their services completely or just pretend that, everything's okay and then they get busted they're on the hook when uh someone finds child porn or whatever in in their storage uh
0: i think that's a really screwed up way to make that law though because you aren't punishing the guy that actually has the porn you know why would you punish the company that's just storing information on it like it's it's not going to stop anything right it's it's literally it's just going to punish google and it's going to punish it for everybody else like the cam girls that are making, on uh, I don't know if it'd be an honest living because it could be illegal in some areas, but we're going to say it's an honest living, yeah. making content that they're selling to people, they're selling access to it. They're not breaking the law, but now they're completely affected by this. Now right. all their stuff, the, the, the there was one, I don't know how I know a bunch of cam girls, but I know a bunch of cam girls <laughs> for some stupid reason. It's Turlock. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one, one of them lost literally five years worth of content that she sells actively. Like she'll sell it. People right. we'll go back and they right. buy videos and whatnot from the past, you know, through her website yeah. that's updated through Google Drive or, yeah, the Google services. Right. And she lost all that content. So her entire site's like nothing she had can be sold now. Yeah. And not only that, she was storing it there, which is kind of dumb on her part. She should have backups. Yeah, yeah. But now it's gone too. Like she yeah. can't get to it, you know, and that's. But she wasn't doing anything illegal. Yeah. That's where it gets really. Yeah. So one guy that might have child porn on his computer, and that guy might not even get in trouble. Like they might, they're just gonna punish Google for it for having it there. Right. It's just it's trippy.
1: Yeah. It's a it's a pretty large invasion of privacy. I think so. Um. In that it it, it punishes. Um. Providers like storage providers or or uh, cloud content providers, um, yeah. it it punishes them if they don't create a system where they can reach in and see and and track and uh and just that's, just have access to all the customers' data that's on their on their service.
0: So are they going to start scanning this data in as it comes in? They
1: they I mean it's a possibility that now that's that there's back that'd doors be like or the whatever. most efficient
0: way to do it, right? Yeah. you yeah. just scan it as it comes in. And then that opens the door for being able to mine that information, mine that data and then sell that data off. So, you know, when you're typing out a nice long rant about how much you hate your job, now they have that information there. Yeah. God, that's
1: This isn't the I mean, this is not at all the first time this has happened and it it always comes off looking like it just they they try to sell it as something to, you know, protect the children, protect the the whatever, and it ends up just being a a huge privacy violation. Oh the money. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. And all to say, as soon as this passed, uh, Craigslist took down their personals section. Yeah. So nobody's soliciting
0: Backspace Scar the while. Yeah, backspace as
1: well. Yeah. This is it's all in the wake of uh of of this here. So
0: That's kind of I mean and
1: it's it's a bummer because the Craigslist personal section is a great just to find Con- some awesome content. content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm really bummed out that it's gone.
0: Um, you guys wouldn't want to know how many good times I've had by calling some <laughs> for a good time. Call this number. Yeah. Always good conversations. <laughs> Maybe not good times.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a mess. All right. Make that fire now? Yeah, I'm going to go make it okay. fire super quick. Do we have anything else to talk about?
0: So, locally, <laughs> what is good Locally. Um, Westside Pizza in Tuolumne oh, yeah. City, they are now owned and operated by the tribe. Nice. We went there the other day and had some really tasty sandwiches. Um, yeah, the prices are, I think, what you'd expect for, well, I don't know. It was good. It was super good. Tasty. Yeah. The pizzas are all named after Mountain Peaks that are local to Tuolumne City. Oh, that's cool. So not local to Tuolumne like, County, like, not... you. Tuolumne County, you expect stuff like in Yosemite and stuff, which yeah, is, yeah. you know, generic, which generic for locals, I right, should right, say, right. not generic for the average person, but definitely generic for locals, Yeah. but these ones aren't, these are all named after for like Buckhorn Mountain, yeah. uh, Duckwall Mountain, Mount Eaton, I think Mount Elizabeth and Mount Lewis and Marble Mountain, so nice. everything that's Pro, I think Provo. Right behind Tuolumne there. Yeah, basically. everything that's right yeah, behind yeah. Tuolumne. That's cool. All the sandwiches are named after the rivers behind Tuolumne. So you got like Tuolumne River, yeah. um, Hunter Creek, I think Clavy. And I'm just, I don't have the menu in front of me. So I'm just going off the top of my yeah. head. Um, super good though. They're, yeah, definitely tasty. It's not the same interior as it used to be like Pizza Plus. Yeah. It's been passed down a few times. Since I wasn't
1: here for Pizza Plus and everybody just raves about how awesome it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Pizza Plus was cool cause it was time. like the... <laughs>
0: I don't want to say it had an 80s vibe, but when you think of, like, kids in the 80s and early 90s going to the arcade to play video games. Yeah. And, like, go on a date to get pizza. Yeah. You know, that's what Pizza Plus was. Like, yeah, it yeah. was, they had, like, a big conference room where we had, I had so many sports parties there mm-hmm. growing up here. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, it was amazing. And then they had, like, the old arcade in the back that was kind of dated when I was young. Yeah. So it just dated as it got older. Yeah. And, but it was cool, like, growing up, like, when I was, like, in fifth grade and, like, started getting interested in girls and whatnot. Yeah. You know, and like wanting to actually think about taking girls on dates, like that'd be the ideal place to take mm-hmm. her. even now, like looking back, that'd be the ideal place to take <laughs> yeah, a yeah, chick yeah. on a date Like, like have yeah. all your friends like when yeah, you yeah. see Let's hang out like sitcoms and whatnot. That's where you'd want to hang out. Right. Um Yeah, it's not like Pizza Plus anymore, it doesn't have the booths, it doesn't have the red and white checkered tables yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. It's definitely more um I don't want to say trendy 'cause it does it didn't put a lot of time And, well I don't want to say them for a lot of time. In. I'm not. I'm not trying to offend them at all because it was really good and I really want to see them succeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't know the best term for it. It's a. Uh, you know, metal chair, not metal chairs, but the metal stackable chairs that mm. you see. It. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. Kind of kind of kind of basic. Yeah. It looks like they're gonna be kind of redoing it as they get busier. I mm-hmm. know this is kind of their off season too though so it might pick yeah. up during the winter or mm-hmm. sorry might pick up during the summer mm-hmm. when they get more of the you know the concerts coming in that they're going to have. Um, The food was delicious. The food was like A plus. I'd go back there again. It was worth the sandwich I think are seven fifty a piece yeah. or something like that. I'd go back and buy another sandwich if they were open right now I'd go buy one. Mm-hmm. They're closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays I believe. Yeah it's really good. You guys should check them out if you get a chance. Okay. It kind of looks like the casino, or not the casino. It looks like the tribe is going to start transforming that the Tuolumne Square into more of a, more of a more, more of a more. They're going to make it more welcoming. It looks yeah. like. I don't know if they actually bought the store yet or not. There's been rumors going around Tuolumne about that. Um, I don't have the information, so I don't want to say if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. But, yeah,
1: so. That'd be cool to see. I'd be glad to see. It'd be see, cool
0: yeah. to kind of go along with the tourism that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So just getting people into the casino, they're getting them to other places in Tuolumne City, mm-hmm. which Tuolumne City definitely needs. It's not technically Tuolumne City because that doesn't exist, mm. according to Facebook, but I still call it Tuolumne <laughs> City because yeah, how else do you differentiate Tuolumne County from Tuolumne City? Right, right. You know? <clears throat> um. But yeah, it was definitely good. I am going to give them a good Yelp review once I figure out how to Get my personal name off my Yelp account. <laughs> <laughs> I do much more complaining on there than I do praising. I've been there too. I
1: don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you do that. You know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm
0: just gonna make a fake account, I guess, mm. and go with it like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely good. It's not not Pizza Plus for sure, but mm. still kind of good. They have it's cool. They have the some people that might not know, especially the age group that I'm in. I didn't know until you know my dad told me. Tuolumne was actually, the mill where Westside is was actually owned by the guy that invented Taco Bell. Um, can't remember his name now. But his last name is Bell. Oh, Anyways, what? they have hanging up, and if you don't believe me, which a lot of people don't believe when I tell them <laughs> that, when you go inside Westside Pizza, they actually have on the wall, one of their decorations, their oh. actual... The sign that they used where they had the prices. So huh. the train ride around the mill pond like one dollar. Yeah. You know, train ride right out to the the reservation or the Miwok village. I think they call it the Indian village because not really politically correct back then. Yeah, yeah. It was like a two dollar thing and like a forty five minute walking tour of the area led by an actual Indian, stuff like that. I wish mm-hmm. I would have taken a picture of it when I was there. Mm-hmm. That'd be something that'd be cool to post. But yeah, it's neat. It's cool. cool. It's has a lot of that history of me too. I'm mean, not a lot of the history, but. I, I wouldn't have believed my dad if, yeah. if he said that and I wasn't able to go look at that sign. You're yeah, like, yeah. oh, wow, it is true. Yeah. But it's there. It's neat. That's dope.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't have a lot to say besides I had a pizza there the other day and it was good. Did I the actual website? Oh, right. My, uh, someone I know picked one up. Oh, good. cool. Yeah. Cool.
0: What Do you know what one you got?
1: I think it was the meat combo. Okay. Oh, meat combo and then there was one with the pesto sauce and they were both good. It cool. fresh.
0: Yeah. It seems like with their menu, they're trying to kind of follow this, a similar, like, I don't want to say a retro design, but it's kind of retro, like the more basic font. Kind of like you see at Winter's Tavern with yeah. their menu. It's not yeah, yeah. super, like, overly done graphic-wise. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. more basic, like, kind of hand-done. Yeah. Even though it's not really hand-done, but that's yeah. what their logo is. That's what the the menu is. It's more... I don't want to say hipster, but... It, it kind of reminds me of Church Key down yeah. in That's know. how
1: things are going. I I, I kind of yeah. like it. I was. It's uh, so trend now. Yeah, I was in Ventura last year, and um, the Ventura Brewing Company. Okay. Well, oh, excuse me. Um, we we went there, and uh, the it, it's they they brew all their own stuff, and so they have one bar with uh, like. Fifteen taps or twenty taps, whatever. You know, like the chalkboard thing on the wall. Yeah. And then um the whole it was like an apple store, it was completely white, tall ceilings. Um God. You'll stop drinking while I'm recording. I know <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we both keep turning away from the mics. So. Yeah. <clears throat> um, hang on. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So all all like tall ceilings, all white. And um like wood tables, like wood bar height tables. With, like, bar stools. Yeah. um, And uh, it was really cool. It was just completely empty and white and, like, a big open room. And, like, you just sit there and, like, talk. And, like, it wasn't, like, uh you know, there wasn't, like, a, a real, like, vibe to it. Or, like, they weren't trying to do a bunch with, like, the interior yeah. design and stuff. It was just open and, like, fostering of, of communication, you know?
0: Yeah. That yeah. pretty much exactly describes what yeah. the place is like now. Yeah. It's and not... Like, it doesn't look like a pizza place. Right.
1: I like it because, like, I think it kind of... What's the the like from a design perspective, I think it's really interesting. I don't know if this is what people are trying to achieve, but like to me in design, like the you know the best design is one that doesn't get in your way, you yeah. know, and um,
0: easy to maintain.
1: Easy, to, yeah, yeah, and one that um, just like in general, design um, is the one that puts the focus and, and provides the the best access to the content without getting in the way, like. I'm even thinking more like mobile, like app design or web design, but I mean, the principle, you know, goes across any, any sort of design. Um, and, uh, to me, just like, like interior design that kind of reflects that where like, if you think about what, um, what the content is in, uh, in a, in a, in a restaurant, um, it's like, it's the food. And then, and the conversation that, you know, if, that you, if you're wanting to foster like a real uh, friendly atmosphere, it's the interaction yeah. between the people and the food and their experience with the food. If it's interior design in your house, the the content to me is like your family and the experience they have with each other. Um, and it's not so it's not like, you know, the the Buddha that's sitting on your piano or the pictures on the wall or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I really appreciate design that kind of that that doesn't distract and really focuses yeah. on and enhances the interaction that you have with uh, what what. The, the focus consuming. should be on yeah,
0: yeah yeah I I agree for the most part I think um I think some sit down restaurants do have a they kind of have a responsibility to like still making uh an atmosphere yeah per se. yeah yeah um I know Church Game Modesto has a really good atmosphere yeah. it's kind of like that um this one Westside Pizza well okay before I get into that I think a lot of the places that develop an atmosphere like Chuck E. Cheeses Chuck E. Cheese Pizza isn't that great right. And they make an atmosphere to, to kind of cover that up. <laughs> you know, Applebee's kind of the same way. Yeah, yeah <laughs> You know, yeah. even though our Applebee's wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, you know, but they still make an atmosphere to kind of hide the fact that the right. food isn't completely, right. you know, 100% excellent. Yeah. Westside Pizza, the food was super good. Yeah. Like, it completely... Yeah, it, it was good, but I still didn't eat there. I, we We went in, we saw kind of how... I don't want to say how empty it was, yeah. But we kind of we just didn't feel like eating there. We oh. we went and we came here and ate instead. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that's bad. I just it's kind of weird being in that building when it used to be Pizza Plus. Yeah. And like it still kind of has <laughs> that atmosphere of Pizza Plus, but yeah, it's not Pizza Plus anymore. I get maybe that's just a nostalgic thing for me. That that's like a barrier. Yeah, for sure. But I do not. I do like the areas like the companies that do. Or the restaurants that do do a good job of making an atmosphere. Yeah. Um. But I like that old style, like thought too. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: I think. I mean, it's easy to jump to like minimalism. Yeah. In yeah. A, in from as a designer because it's, it's it's super easy. It's the yeah. It's kind of the lazy way to achieve that. Yeah. It's just and like, it's oh And well, it's cheap just, too. Yeah. Just give like, of everything.
0: So I think for Westside Pizza, what kind of? And I'm not criticizing them at all. I'm right. looking from a business standpoint. Right. It looks almost like, like if they would have just put it, had different chairs or maybe like tablecloths or yeah. something, it might've been different in my eyes, yeah. but it really feels like it's set up like kind of like a fundraising event. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. you know, we put the chairs out, people can eat, we yeah, put yeah. it all away when we're done, yeah. you know? So I, I'm kind of wondering if the, the tribe's going to plan something bigger to go yeah. in that place and they're just waiting. They wanted to get it open as soon as they could. They're waiting to get the actual like, sit the booths or tables in there. They're waiting yeah. for them to be finished or whatever, which... I wouldn't be surprised if that happened, right. you know, because of the stuff that's there. It's like really, I want to say they probably spent two to three grand on the table, the tables and, you know, the the chairs, which isn't really that much to spend right. for a restaurant. Right. Um, It'd be really cool to see if they use like some local carpenters to build the tables and whatnot. Yeah. And maybe if they could, cause they own West Side, they could use some of the old wood that's still laying around right. out there. That would be really cool. Yeah. I might just call them up and suggest that. That might be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Because they do have the local vibe with na- the naming scheme and everything. They yeah. have a train that goes around the top of the, mm. the thing. But even the train's a little bit bland. It's just like a model train yeah, going yeah. around. Um, I'm not trying to diss them at all though. Like yeah, yeah. I really appreciate what yeah. they're doing. I really like it. I'd I'd go back. I'd take anybody that wanted to go get food there. You yeah. know, cool. It's a cool spot. Yeah. I'm glad they're. It's not empty. I can't yeah. wait for the old movie store to. To open to yeah, I hope some more stuff He's, happens early. And they had the comic book store too that closed down as well. But
1: uh that's all we got. Have fun guys. See you in a couple of weeks, probably.
0: Yep, hopefully we'll have
1: <laughs> I say probably.
0: Probably, Hang on again. probably Hang on. see you later. Guys. later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is a really good episode. Um <laughs> we're gonna go get some pizza. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, um thanks for listening. Uh let us give us some feedback on the Facebook page if you guys aren't following us. Yeah. Um we want to interact with you guys a little bit.
1: Give us some suggestions of what you want to hear us talk about or whatever.
0: Yeah. We can keep rambling on and on. We have no <laughs> issue with that. But you can
1: call us. You can call us you can be on the show.
0: Um yeah. We we can interview we can, you. We can work that out. We can talk about Chinese gangs or something.
1: Chinese gangs, give us a call and tell us. Uh tell us your favorite name of your favorite chinese gang <laughs> no, this isn't a good suggestion this has to, this, this is this has to get cut out no chinese gangs you can't be on the show
0: if you are in a chinese gang and you have access to a home i'm interested in renting it so please give me
1: a call take care guys